You are listening to The Brews Room. It's a beer podcast put on by three funny guys and Kyle. Or is it a comedy podcast that has Kyle and beer talk? We don't know. Just listen and enjoy. We have over 50 years experience in the beer and restaurant business, and we are here to share it with you. We're what you call experts, so there's a good chance you'll learn something. Some people call us funny, so there's a slight chance you might laugh. Either way, it's going to be a good time. You can watch us live every Monday night at 10.30 p.m. Central Time on twitch.tv slash thebearded. Download us at Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere else you get your podcast from. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thebrewsroom, Twitter at thebrewsroom, and Patreon at patreon.com slash thebrewsroom. There you can support the show by donating and get the show a few days early. We're here our second show, After Dark. It's the same four guys, but after a couple of beers. Even if you don't want to donate, give us a good review and share us with your friends. It helps us tremendously, and your friends will thank you for it. Here we go. Enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to the Bruise Room. We uh we just saw old people necking out in the parking lot. They're still going, man. Still going. Yeah. Oh, you put the the new camera right over our logo. Well, where else did you? I uh, can put it over your head. It'd be better than hiding the logo. Hold on. I'll move it around. <laughs> Cover yeah. up new mark. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see what uh, see what we think about this first. I mean, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad <laughs> it's at all. It's not bad. I don't mind it. I don't really have anywhere else to put it. I'll figure out a spot at some point, but uh, for now, yeah, you guys can see the uh, that we got a second camera set up. It's uh, fancy here, uh, so you can actually see what we're drinking. Normally, you guys can't see uh, the cameras too far away, so I think it's cool. It's a nice touch. Yeah. I, I, I kind of like it. And it's got our uh, morning recovery in there since they sponsor us and everything. And we've done a really poor job of sponsoring them. Hey, or I, of I do a great them. job. Because I call it morning after every fucking time <laughs> I mention it. It's just the worst. I feel so bad. We got to remember tonight that um, at some point, maybe like 45 minutes into the show, we need to uh, stop pee. the conversation. We need to pee. Uh, so that we can drop in the commercials at, for the podcast on Thursday. Yeah. All right. I, I thought you were going to say drink a morning recovery. Well, and I already too. had mine. Uh, I mean, we go through so, I went through so much trouble to record spots yep. for all of these products and nobody, hey. nobody gets to hear the fancy uh fancy things i wrote about them you did a great tomorrow job. starts tonight that's right that's a that's a great tagline it really I wish, is i wish man. i would have came up with it so mark died of cancer while we were uh man that's gruesome. again <laughs> again yeah again. <laughs> i don't He's know why lives. He's like lazarus yeah. so we have new mark say hi new mark hi new mark that's tim the intern Tim the intern. Uh, he's got to have a fun. We can't just call him Tim. Tim the intern. Is that all right? I like new Mark. New Mark. I thought it was a good one. It could have stuck. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. We're not going to. We're not going to call him anything really. No, that's probably true. All right. So this is not beer related, but I wanted to uh, throw this out to you guys real quick. Uh, on my way in, I stopped to grab a monster, and as I was walking out, there was a guy in his truck scratching off necking. No, well, not, not with himself. He was solo. Uh, he was scratching off uh, scratcher tickets. Dude had hundreds of them in his car. Like, like he just bought a box? No, like different kinds. Like he didn't just get them because I watched him go in, buy a stack of them, walk out. 
and he just in the rest of the cab of the truck was just, in the front dash and everything was just covered in scratchers. Were they already scratched? Yes. Oh fuck! Like he just didn't throw away his old ones. I mean, collecting them as a shrine to his poor financial skills. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like alcohol is it yeah it really is at least you get a buzz from alcohol i mean you kind of get a rise sometimes from gambling it's like bottle caps i guess are you guys scratcher lottery people i no. used to be no i know a you lot. used to be in the scratchers. i used to be a lot but now i'm not anymore didn't you guys like go in on a case of uh Scratchers I've, done, I've done a couple rolls, yeah. Couple is there rolls? anything that you've done that you haven't gotten addicted <laughs> most, to? Most of us say when we're uh, going to do a roll, we're talking about something else. When Kyle's doing a roll, it's fucking, lottery fucking tickets, that's Missouri for sure. scratch-offs. <laughs> is there year. anything that I have not got addicted to? Heroin. Yes. No, I've not done heroin. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's that going for you? That's yeah. a plus. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I am a really addicted person, but that's not... Heroin, her- heroin was not my thing. Oh, nice. <laughs> so in other words, anything that is addictive that you've done, you have gotten addicted to? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's- cool. Let's move on. All right. So, uh, new Mark, while you're here. Yes. We're going to run a couple questions by you. Shoot. You just got to answer off the dome. Desert Island beer. Desert Island beer. So the one I would have. The rest oh, of for my fuck's life. sake! It's your Desert Island beer. My yes, Desert come on. Uh, I would say <laughs> Onmas Cafe Jesus. Ooh, really? That's on a, a desert that's island. A big on, beer on, to I be mean, it's hot. Chugging down okay, that, in hundred degree. That weather. is the one I would have all the time. If I had to pick just one, like a just a nice cool beer. Um, well, maybe maybe PBR. Yeah, I could, I could do that. He was drinking PBR for a long time. He was doing it before it was cool. Yeah, before the hipsters were doing it. Before I would. It was I cool. would routinely drink shamrocks out of their cans, and then he started buying more. <laughs> well, speaking of drinking people out of PBR, uh, so there's a new bar down the street, Bombshell. They uh, moved from downtown, and Jeff and I went in there uh, for lunch the other day or something. <laughs> we had been in the night before. Tim, you were there after the uh, trivia night. And uh, we, I don't know. He's like, we Which guys we drink want. like four cases of PBR. I'm like, I don't know how many PBRs we drank, but apparently we went through two bottles of uh, whatever vodka we were drinking those shots in with the PBR. But Gas, the owner down there, he said they go through like what twelve cases of PBR a week, something like that. Something stupid like yeah, that. Yeah, like the a biggest, lot. The biggest PBR account in in Missouri. Yeah, big enough that they sent them to uh, uh, L.A. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was LA like last year for um, yeah, that's where their company headquarters are. So for a pizza and PBR competition thing that they did, that's pretty cool. Melissa messaged me back said she's going to give me one of those hoodies. I don't know if I believe her, but that we'll thing see. was fucking badass. So I've got a bunch of uh, beer things to talk about. Uh, the first one's kind of a non-story, although somehow this website tried to turn it into a story. But um, Shiner's coming out with a sea salt and lime infused beer. Call that a Goza. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) The article headline is Shiner beer bringing out a sea salt and lime infused beer for summer. But what will it taste like? I'm going to give you 10 guesses. I got a guess. Jeff. Uh, Pterodactyls (laughs) and platypus. Mm. (laughs) Those are extinct. So no. What the, someone better tell the platypi. <laughs> platypi, yeah. 
Pterodactyls are extinct. Yeah, I think I think the platypus is still going strong. <laughs> it might taste like pterodactyls. It might know. be a bastardization of uh, evolution, but <laughs> it's still doing all right. I'm going to go with uh, Houston smog and uh, obesity. That's a good guess. That's, That's actually a, pretty close. That's a good yeah. guess. Uh, yeah. Sub um, obesity, put in refried, refried beans. Mm. Oh, that sounds delicious. Houston smog and beans? Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, somebody wanted to write a, an article about what sea salt and lime beer tastes like. And made it. the article made it seem like this was a new thing, and only a, a couple of beers ever have ever come out with that flavor profile. <laughs> Clearly, they are not a craft beer-driven are they the source. Are they the biggest brewery to do a Goza? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. No. Wait, maybe. Winter, uh, Miller Chill. Sierra Nevada. Miller Chill? Did that have oh. salt in it? That, well, you can't really call that a Goza, though, no, right? It was, really it was Bud Light Line. Like, this is going to be yeah. t- tart right. and, you know, Goza esque. Who, who did you say? Sierra Nevada Sierra is Nevada? the biggest brewery to actually do a Goza. Sierra Nevada, bigger than Shiner? Yeah. They're, no, yeah, but know. not by much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think Sierra Nevada's three and Shiner's like five or something yeah. like that. Straight off the taco truck. You know how many taco trucks there are in Denver? Fucking six. <laughs> yeah, Jeff just got I back from Denver. You went to fucking Denver. Yeah. How was it? Uh, I've got very mixed reviews. The trip itself was great. Uh, Denver is an incredible city. It's yeah. so awesome. It's beautiful. It's the cleanest city I think I've ever been in. Uh, Except for all the homeless people. Well, if you avoid that once, one block, and buy know, a Star Bar. You know, because it, you, when you're getting close, because it starts to smell real bad. Yeah. And Star Bar is closed. Shut your fucking mouth. At least it was uh, on Saturday morning when they were supposed to be open and everybody else in that block was open. I was very disappointed. Tried I just got to... upset. Yep. Yeah, I was uh, I was real bummed out. But uh, Denver's great. We hit, I don't know, 30 breweries while we were there. That's probably not quite that many, but a lot. Um, we did Then we did that festival on Saturday, and they went dive bar on Saturday night. So the uh, <coughs> uh, I did not go to the to Great Divide this time. Uh, I, went, I was there last time I went. But uh, anyways, uh, the festival, so it was billed as punk rock, tacos, and beer. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, I'm in. Uh, they were supposed to have 50 breweries and 26 taco trucks and like eight, 10, 12 bands that were all supposed to be there. Yeah. They ended up with about 35 breweries, uh, all of which I had had. I had had 27 of them. They had six taco trucks, and two of the biggest bands that were supposed to be there did not show up. Oh, who? Who didn't show up? Against me and me first in the Gimme Gimmies. Oh, me first in the Gimme Gimmies is so fucking great. Yep. I didn't even know they were going to be there. Yeah. Uh, but but the rest of the concert was really good. Uh, Pennywise destroyed it. They they yeah. just killed the stage. It was awesome. Um, Unwritten Law was pretty good. Street Dogs put on a really good show. Did you say Unwritten Law was pretty good? Yeah, I did. <laughs> they I like Unwritten Law. They weren't pretty good 15 years ago when sure. I saw them here. Come on. <laughs> it was funny because I saw them here last year with Pennywise. And they played the exact same set that yeah. they played. It's just yeah. the first it, album, the only album. Including throwing in half of a cover of Fugazi's Waiting Room. At the same time, <laughs> played the exact same amount of the song, moved on. That's funny. Uh, but like uh, Pennywise did uh, Fight for Your Right to Party, which yeah. was cool. They covered a Circle Jerk song, which was really cool. Um, it was a good show. It was neat. 
Penny Vice would be a good uh be a good beer name. It would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I do have one one pretty good story from from being in Denver though. So coming home, going through airport security, I was talking to a guy who was in line in front of me. All right. Uh he had decided to hit up a dispensary. Yeah. And bought four bottles of uh gummies. <coughs> Excuse me. And to sneak them home, he decided to buy a large bottle of um, multivitamins, gummy multivitamins from yeah. Walgreens, dumped them all out, put the, the pot gummies in there, and then topped off the can or the bottle with the rest of the multivitamins. All right. Yeah. So now he's going through the line at security. <coughs> His girlfriend's in line in front of him. Uh, she gets all of her shit, gets her tub and her, her bag. And then the guy's tub comes, comes through and his bag doesn't. All right. So, uh, looking around, sees the, the bag. It got pulled by, uh, TSA. Uh, TSA comes up, holds up the bag and goes, whose is this? And, uh, the guy says, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's mine. And uh, she goes, okay, need you to come over here. Now, I'm standing here watching all of this because I wouldn't dare try and do this kind of shit. So, But I really want to see what happens. So she she goes and she opens up the bag and immediately grabs the bottle of gummies. All right? Yeah. And has this like sheet of cloth or paper she rubs all over the, the bottle and then sticks it in this machine. And then for some reason, she grabbed the guy's shoes and rubbed the paper all over the shoes and stuck it in the machine. Now, I'm, he's standing there. <laughs> he's standing there, nervous as all hell, watching the machine. I notice that the machine pops up. No alarms found. You know, you kind of see him go, you know, very relieved. Yeah. And with that, the TSA agent turns around and goes, this toothpaste is too big to go on a plane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, she says, you can either go back through security and check your bags, or I have to keep your toothpaste. Go ahead. You, 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 uh, that toothpaste is all yours. <laughs> and she walks away, goes to the front of the line. So, uh, I, um, so he turns around to this Denver cop who has come up now, who is sitting there talking to another TSA agent and says, she just walked away. Can, can I go? And the cop goes, you got all your shit? The guy's like, yeah. He goes, then I'd run if I was you. Nice. <laughs> right down the hall. Very, very Never nice. to be seen again. Maybe she just really needs so, some toothpaste. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah. uh, I got to imagine he was real fucking nervous. Uh, I, I I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> so did you talk to this guy before or after this event? Before. I know. I was I was in the line watching all of this happen. Okay. I saw it with my own eyes. 100% true story. I'm, I, I don't, it's not that I don't believe you. I was just trying to figure out where if you talked to him before or after. I talked to him before. Gotcha. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> gotcha. All right. <laughs> Tim's just a little slow on the uptake. <laughs> I'm kind of bummed that you didn't check a bag though, because you didn't get to bring anything home with you. Yeah, I know, but I do have a present coming home for you. Oh yeah. Yeah, because you picked me up, dropped me off from the airport. Yeah. I got, I got one coming for you. Nice. Uh, we went to this bar, which I think has one of the cooler names for a brewery. Uh, it's called Local Vor- Loca Vor or Loca Local Vor. Okay. Like carnivores, a meat eater. Yeah. This is a, a local people come here. 
That's what it's named after. Okay. That's where they got their name from. That's cool. Uh, really good. Good stuff. Uh, they had a Belgian triple that was very nice that uh, the bottle's supposed to be shipping coming nice. to. So. Nice. I love triples. Yeah. Appreciate I figured it. you would. Well, you picked me up, dropped me off from the airport, so. Yeah. That's what friends do. And also what I do, apparently. <laughs> uh, we're going to crack a beer open while Kyle's throwing up in the bathroom. I don't know what he's doing back there. It sounds awful, though. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Jay Hankey says, meet the new Mark, same as the old Mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, this is Empirical Cold Fusion Cream Ale. From, uh, I brought this back from Chicago. I just wanted to try like a plain cream ale. See, I ha- like, we talked about this every once in a while when we get one of these. There's just not that many good cream ales out on the market, but Cold Fusion's a cool name, so... It's going to be good, right? Yeah, sure. Why not? It's probably not. Pass this around. All right. I I was cleaning out the uh, walk-in here at the brewery on Friday, and we had, I don't know, four cases of random samples and beers people have brought in and stuff that we've brought in to drink on the show. And uh, I found a bunch of beers I had brought back from Chicago a little while ago, and... We never got around to drinking them, so there's a few of those in here tonight. You right there, big guy? Yeah, I was choking. Sorry. <laughs> it's all that cock, man. <sighs> Put it down once in a while. I actually had one of those vomit verb vomit burps. Ugh. That was not good. Does that mean you think it's hilarious? What? You went, yeah. Yeah. Don't you think that's hilarious? Yeah, I do. Please don't do that again. <laughs> This cream ale's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's not offensive in any way, uh, much like a cream ale should be. It's got a little bit of sweetness. It's super light. It is very clear. I don't hate it. I could drink it. I had a visit from 8 Mile on uh, Friday. Oh. Yeah, he was in here tonight. I think uh, he's supposed to be heading home tomorrow. He's going to bring us back some more uh, 450 North beers. Uh, we had that, uh, what was the one we had, um, the 420, 420 juice, I think we had last week. Yeah. He's, he's going to bring us back, um, I think he had the Kush Nuggets and uh, one of their other, uh, Hazy Potter. Uh, next time he's in town, he's going to bring those in for us to try. He uh, dropped off a bottle of, or a can of M43. He, man, he loves that beer. That's yeah. just like go-to beer to share. If you aren't from Detroit or Michigan, I don't even know if they're in Detroit, but that's I, his beer that he always wants everyone to try up there. That's I shared it with a couple guys that are like really big collectors and traders and all that, and they yeah. loved it. So That's good. I just he, Every time I see him, when he, after he brings me a beer, he says the same thing. He's like, you're going to say the same thing when you try every single beer I've ever brought you, and it's that, yeah, they all taste almost exactly the same. They're good, don't get me wrong. Uh, there's just not a ton of variety. I really wish you could have got some of that strawberry M43 that came out. Apparently, it wasn't very good. I would just would have liked to try it anyway. <clears throat> yeah, he brought in another four-pack today to give away nice. to Holly. I found like three or four cans in the uh, boxes of random shit, <laughs> shit that yeah. I was going through. Uh, so, I'm going to... This is going to be an interesting uh, question, I think, because we've got... 
brewer, bar owner, and beer consumer opinion. So I was on, I don't remember what it was, some subreddit or on Facebook or something earlier. And a guy uh, was ranting about Modern Times Brewery. Uh, that he bought a six-pack, uh, I don't remember what product it was, uh, from Trader Joe's, I think. And he got it home, and it had a bunch of particulates in it, and the hops were all dead. Come to find out, the beer was, uh, I think, brewed in December. So, right. here four, almost you know, four and a half months into it, an IPA. It was definitely an IPA, I just don't remember which one. Uh, four and a half months into an IPA, which, you know, was past prime on quite a few, you know, beers, but not that far. Was that a big IPA or? I don't remember. All right. Uh, on distributor standards, it's uh, one tw- 120 days is like they rip it from the shelves. Yeah. Well, depending depending on the brewery. His His argument wasn't that he bought beer that was old. It was that. Modern Times, after he sent them an email, basically said, sorry, I guess don't buy beer from Trader Joe's anymore. (laughs) 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 Or they said uh, something like, um, you should have checked, you know, check, always check the dates on products on the shelves. Mm -hmm. That was their response. And he didn't like that. Was there a date on the shelf, on the product? Yeah, the can, it had the canned date on there. Canned or Best Buy? I don't know. That's, that was one of the things that kind of in the discussion and the comments was, you know, breweries putting dates on there, but you know, unless it was like today, you don't know. You know, if it was brewed or Best Buy, then you know. Oh, well, yeah, it, if it just has a date on there, you yeah. don't know if that's the expiration or the brewed on yeah. date, right? I, yeah, I mean, I suppose that's true. You don't. If you're going to go to the trouble of even putting a date on the can, like you can, you can put anything you want on the button. You know, there's a black can code on or date code on the bottom of the can put best buy or brood on it's not that difficult to have one more line of text on there to to help consumers out but at the same time it's kind of you know buyer beware like take a look and and make sure you're buying a product that you think is fresh or whatever i don't know what do you think uh I think both ways. I think that uh, you should, as a consumer, be checking for it. But really, it's it's up to the rest or the um, the uh, like grocery store or market or whatever it is to make sure that they're taking all the product that's out of date off the shelves. But if you go to the you know Trader Joe's and you buy, you know whatever, I mean I, I'll tell you right now. I mean it's. Just, the the IPAs that everybody's drinking, Pinner, all day. Those, I mean, those beers are being forgot about, and they're going out of date. So you have to make sure that you're. I, and really, when you when I buy now, it's if I buy from a store, it's I buy the newest seasonal hoppy beer. Yeah. Instead of buying something that I know has been on the shelf for a while. Sure. I don't think we have enough information to really make a valid opinion. Because we don't know enough about the behind-the-scenes stuff. Okay, so Modern Times has a date on on their can. All right, they've got a date. We don't know if it's Best Buy or or bottled up. That's fair. We also don't know what their policy is on pulling product, mm-hmm. what their expiration date is. If their expiration date is six months, not four months, then there was no problem with leaving that on there. We also don't know the distributor's 
policy, and we don't know Trader Joe's policy. Yep. If there's anyone to blame at this point, to me, it's Trader Joe's for leaving a, uh, an old product on the shelf. But really, four months, that's not that old, especially for most, I mean, if my memory serves, modern time beer, modern times make some fairly large beers, and those larger beers can can withstand a longer shelf life. But even in Joy Buy that that Stone puts out, they put that out, and it's supposed to be consumed no later than ninety days after. You know, like it's ninety days and one hundred and twenty days. It's it's not that big of a time that, like you said, that after four months, it could not even be a big deal at all, depending on. Depending on the beer. Tim, what do you do when you go buy beer? So I typically buy from the same place all the time. Um, I'm not going to name it just because I don't want people to think that they have bad beers on the shelf. But there have been times where I've been burnt on a beer that I'm like, oh, hey, I want to try this. And it turned out to be old and and bad. I still drank it. Enjoyed it as as, as best as I could. But I need to be the one checking the dates on it. Should the store be checking it too? Yes. Should the distributor be checking it? Yes. But if I'm the one buying it, if I see that it's old, I need to move on by the next thing. Sure. Yeah, there's a certain bit of, you know, like you said, buyer beware, buyer responsibility. Yeah. But at the same time, should should it be the consumer's responsibility to know? Everybody knows that hoppy beer doesn't last long. Not everybody knows that, unfortunately. And the kind of person that's going to write a letter to say that this one doesn't taste good knows. Okay, but here, you know, your average beer consumer, I don't think, is buying beer at Trader Joe's. So you're getting a lot of non-craft, necessarily craft drinkers into a place like that. They're going to buy a product that is going to be subpar, and it's a bad reflection on the brewery at that point. But this place is, uh, or this person is claiming that the beer did not taste right. Yeah. They have to have had the beer before, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So this one person in particular, yeah. But I'm, I'm saying overall, when you go to a place like that, or, you know, Aldi is starting to carry craft beer now. Like, how many people are going to go in there and buy something because it's, you know, it's, oh, here's a decent, cheap six-pack of something I haven't had. Yeah. Let me give this a shot. I think I think it falls more on the store, not the brewery at that point. Um, you know, the brewery definitely, I think breweries in general need to do a better job of letting consumers know when their beer should be drank by. Yeah. Um, it's, personally, I don't think anybody looks good in this. And that includes yeah. the consumer and the brewery, because the brewery should have said, "Hey, you know what? Yeah, that sucks, man. Here, let me uh, let me send you a new six pack. We'll call it a day. Not that big a deal. And you make great customer service uh, yeah. uh, PR. It's awesome PR. The customer being kind of a dick. Uh, my IPA doesn't taste good. Fuck you. My problem with the customer on this this point is that he went one step beyond what I think he should have gone. He should have gone to the the store level first, you know, and contacted them and like, Hey, I think you have a problem with your product. Uh, instead of going to the brewery, cause the brewery might not know that this is even an issue, right? My laptop died. And, oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. And it might be, it might be the brewery, you know, modern times, um, you know, requirements that they only keep beer on the shelf for 90 days. Yeah. So but it might be their policy to keep it on for six months. Sure. We don't know. I think if he would have got into got and talked to the store first and maybe found out, you know, some more details instead of going and attacking the the brewery. Um, did he attack the brewery? Or did he send them a message saying, "Hey, this beer wasn't good"? You never know what actually happened online. He said, "I sent them an email." He didn't put a copy of the email with his okay. post. So who knows if you know if he was dickish or not? You know, I hope not. Um, sure. 
but it's I mean you know the uh I'm sorry, you got a point on yeah, this go ahead the 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 shitty part about it is that you whenever you say something about a brewery it's the same thing when we get you know reviews on our our you know bars or restaurants it's the the goal of them saying something is to keep people out of your bar or to keep people in this case to drip from drinking your beer you're you're doing enough bitching where you're saying that this is not a quality product instead of going to the brewery itself you you decided to voice your opinion online like an internet warrior which is such a douchebag move okay now let me go from that i have there's i have like three little things that are all kind of tied together that was one two and this i all saw all of these posts today Someone had a KBS from last year that okay. they're claiming is infected. They just opened one. They've said they've opened two in the last couple months and that they're infected. And okay. that he wanted to know what he should do and if uh, Founders is going to give him a refund. No. No fucking way. No, they are not. If there's nowhere because it wasn't on infected. that bottle mm-hmm. that says, uh, save this beer. Nope. You held you held on to it a year. You can't prove that you stored it properly or anything like that. And that and the general consensus was Founders has a quality control email um, account. You can send them stuff and then they will I guess research the validity of your claims or whatever. But nothing's gonna happen. Right? Like Founders isn't gonna do anything. You chose to age a beer that didn't need to be aged. If if Founders wanted you to drink the beer now they would have released it now instead of a year ago. Uh, it's still not infected though. Like people don't understand, it's huge batches that get infected. Yeah. It's not you can't be just two bottles. That's the first I've heard anyone ever mentioning anything about KBS being infected. Uh, and I, and that's another thing I see people say all the time now. Oh, this beer was infected. That beer was infected. You know, a lot of times no, they're not. No, uh, it's just because you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Sometimes. You get a stout that ages and it gets some tartness to it for, you know, this oxygen and stuff and yeast is still active in the bottles doing weird things sometimes. Uh, I think a, a lot of people jump to conclusions on that aspect. And there wasn't an entire batch of KBS going out and two bottles got infected. Yeah. That's not how beer works. <laughs> it's not? Newsflash. Newsflash. <laughs> Uh, Guts Danson says uh, Old Mark doesn't have anything on New Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> really, I I don't understand the end game though. Is it? Do you want some beer for free? Do you want attention? What what do yes, you what yes? What do you want out of the whole fucking deal? Because I think most of these people just want somebody to communicate with them. I think so too. No, they really just want the attention online. I'll grab my charger real quick. Okay. Third and final thing on this general topic. Uh, this was on, I think it was Beer Enthusiast. It might have been Casey Beer Tasting. Someone uh, poured out a huge beer slug out of a prodigal, and apparently that's been a pretty common issue. Like, not just like a little bit of a, a perennial yeast snot prodigal. on the bottom. Yeah, perennial prodigal. Uh, a garter snake. Like a big honking thing. Like, yeah. if you poured it into a glass, it, you wouldn't want to yeah. touch it. And and everybody on the page was like, oh, it's just, you know, coagulated protein and yeast. It's no big deal. It happens and stuff. It's still pretty gross. It's very gross. <laughs> like, I can't fault a guy for being upset that, you know. I can't either. And I don't know how you avoid it. Yeah. But I can't fault the guy. I'd be upset, too, because I think it's disgusting. I mean, I bought that beer myself. I thought it was very good. 
but with you know how much the bottle is, I don't want to get it home and open it up to go to drink it and be grossed out by what's coming out of it. Sure. <laughs> and normally, like you see, if you look in, the, in that bottle, it's a dark bottle and a dark beer, so you right. can't really see it floating around. So maybe he, you know, he just poured out four tasters for all I know, and the last guy, got, <laughs> you know, got sucked me that three guy. ounces of yeast. Got the snot. <laughs> Like, that's gross. But uh, he buys the next drink. I didn't see if they had contacted Perennial. I can't imagine they're going to do anything about it. That's just a natural thing that happens in beer. I mean, it's it's still good to reach out to them to let them know in case there is some sort of batching on the bottle that they can go back and, and try to figure out what went wrong. Perennial is still a pretty solid brewery. That they'll, they, I mean, if they said, hey, we got a big, you know, snot rocket in our beer, that they would replace it probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, like Jeff said, it's only good PR to fix something like that because if if someone takes the time out enough to go out of their way and write a letter or make a post or whatever, you know they want the attention and they're definitely going to show the results, you know, good or bad. Um, there's nothing to be gained by not doing anything, even if you just throw the guy a fucking sticker, like "Hey, come in and I'll." buy you a pint or something you know it doesn't have to be a whole bottle replacement i don't and think at that point but as as a consumer that's that's something that would go a long way because it brings you in and you're already there you're gonna have one or two more than that at least so it's gonna bring you in it's yeah. gonna get you a little bit more revenue it's good pr so it's just good business i agree i don't think we deal with it very much anymore but definitely at the beginning every i mean and there i mean you still get it but people still want to sound more intelligent than they actually are about beer so when you have, you know, John Doe sit at the bar and he wants to talk about yeast strains, he just went on Beer Advocate and read one thing about yeast and then wants to discuss it with you. It's- I, had, uh, <laughs> I had somebody in here on Friday that tried to tell me about Britannomyces. Uh, yeah. yeah? Yeah. Tried to? Yeah. It didn't work. Did you learn anything? I did not learn anything. Hmm. That's odd. Uh, unfortunately. But they wanted to talk all about um, yeast and specifically Brett only for some reason that was like their buzzword I guess they just learned and um, talking about how Brett really makes IPAs so much better and that more breweries need to start doing using Brett in their IPAs especially the Northeast IPAs because that's what really gives them the Northeasty character uh, it's kind of like how on Friends when Joey gets the encyclopedia he's got 50 bucks and he Gets the one fucking what is it V or Z or whatever it was, but v. yeah. So he just wants to he he has enough information on one letter, so he has enough information on Britannomyces, but he has no idea what lactobacillus is. But do you really want every beer to taste the same, or do you want to open up ten different beers and have ten different tastes come out of them? That, that's really what you want to ask yourself about. You know whether you're using uh, Britannomyces or, or any other yeast strand. I had uh, one of the breweries we stopped at in Denver. It's called Renegade. Uh, it was another one of what? It's a great brewery. Uh, it was okay. I had a really great time there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Which one? Renegade. Renegade. Yeah, it was one another one of those that I'd never been to before. Yeah. Um, went there and the the bartender was one of those one of those people where you just you should just know better if you're working at a brewery. She was talking about another brewery and uh, how she just she wasn't real crazy about it. 
you know, uh, the ales just weren't very good, but she really liked the stouts. Mm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, Lauren has gotten to the point where where she says that. The bartender said that, and Lauren immediately reaches over to my leg and squeezes, <laughs> like, shut up, Jeff. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's funny. Yeah. It's just so aggravating. That's though. how you know. I mean, yeah. we, we all three have uh, uh, women that will do the exact same thing. It's like, I can't believe you kept your cool that long and didn't say anything to that idiot. <laughs> hey, what, uh, what beer are we drinking right now? This is, uh, Lily. Lily. Yeah. this is really good. Yeah, I like this. Uh, so this is... Baroque, right? Yeah. Uh, Columbia. Uh, fruit ale with uh, orange and raspberry. I took the first sip. I, I thought I was still drinking that uh, cream ale. I was pleasantly surprised. As this is a local-ish. They're about 90 minutes away. I like a good ale myself. What about stouts? <laughs> uh, stouts, not so much. Ales I like. <laughs> That Renegade had a, uh, a coffee amber on that was pretty good. I liked it. Hmm. Better than, um, oh, no, that, that was a sour coffee that you had. Uh, yeah, that had a sour coffee at, true, not true, um, uh, Bear. Bear was cool, man. I liked Bear a lot. They, they were very similar to me. Three barrel system uh, in a strip mall. They did a barrel aged imperial stout and called it No Line. Which I think is fucking awesome. Uh, the bartender that's, was from St. Louis. So great for anyone that's in the industry and under, in, in, <laughs> even if you're really deep into the craft beer, like that's just a fucking awesome name. Yep. Uh, the bartender, like I said, he was real cool. He was from St. Louis. Uh, it, it was funny because I, I want. It's, I'm like, man, I want to meet the owner here. I bet you he and I'd get along great. We got so much in common. Blah blah blah. And we start a. This conversation, I'm like, so, so, who are your breweries? Who, who is this sh- a shot at? Like, where are the lines? And uh, the first one he mentions is like, oh, man, fucking, I, th- I want to say Confluence was the name, but I don't know if that's Confluence right. Confluence is the kombucha that we have on right now. Okay, so that's obviously not right. <laughs> it's something that began with a C, and he said it was like an hour south of Denver. I'm okay. sure we could Google it and figure it out, but whatever. He's like, fucking this place, man. That just, I mean. Everybody just drives for an hour south of here, and everyone just drives out there every weekend because every weekend they release something new and blah, 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 blah. I look at him, he's wearing one of their hats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because f- fuck them for having a line all the time, but right. I'll be damned if I don't like their shit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> How was that, uh, True? True was good, man. Uh, I remember going there last time and not remembering it. Uh, so getting to go there again was cool. Uh, had three beers there. Um, the one that stuck out to me was, God, what was it? Hang on here. It was, uh, oh, they had a dry hopped amber and a huckleberry coffee. The huckleberry coffee sour. So maybe that was there. How was that? Uh, really good. The, the, uh, the amber was awesome. <laughs> uh, help me out with the a brewer thing. Uh, <laughs> They've got a sign in their bathroom that says "Employees must carve Slayer into their hands before leaving." <laughs> it's got the upside down pentagram. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, does coffee fuck with the body of the beer? Uh, no, not really. I, no? If anything, I think it's added. It, it would add. That's to the what body. I mean. Like, I mean, 
I, I, you said coffee amber, and since then I was thinking, does it, does it add to, does it make the beer heavier in body? I mean, not really. No. We've got a, uh, we did the coffee, cinnamon coffee, vanilla for your festival. It yeah. still drank really light. Um, I don't think it does anything to the body, really. Mm. Coffee, if you use beans, though, you know, just like crushed up beans, um, can affect the head retention on your beer pretty bad. Because the oil? Yeah. Mm. Anything with oil can, peanut butter, you know, that's why you can't right. really use like peanut butter. Uh, if you use whole nuts and stuff like that, a lot of the oils will ruin the head. So you got to do some uh, counteractions to fix sure. that. Um, so I don't know. Did you uh, listen to that podcast I shared with you? I did not get a chance. No. no. We listened to. Uh, Real quick before you yeah. get into this, because I think this is going to be a long conversation. I got into an argument with one of the guys in Denver, uh, in your defense, kind of. Mm-hmm. Not really yours. But he was, was telling me. Was a door guy? No. Okay. <laughs> he was telling me how much better Chicago-style pizza is than St. Louis-style pizza. I uh, told him he's fucking wrong. And he's like, no way. No. And we're going back and forth. And I said, Chicago-style pizza is an open-faced tomato soup sandwich. Yeah. And he's like, I don't understand what that means. I said, imagine going to uh, 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 Panera Breadco and get one of their bread bowls, fill it with tomato soup, add three pieces of pepperoni. Boom. Chicago-style yeah. pizza. And, uh, but yeah, we were going round and round about. It. He did not I'm, approve I'm, of it, and uh, I went with your anal- I analogy. Just, I just don't. I mean, and, and you know, uh, original Mark would say that you know it's saltine crackers with whatever the fuck he <laughs> glue. says. He's glue. Like, flavorless and, glue, yeah, gum. flavorless glues, and, and shitty toppings. <laughs> but I really don't. And, and and really, I mean, I love. There's a few St. Louis style pizza places that I really love, but. New York is probably my favorite style all the way around to get just like a steady, you know, it's going to be good style of pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, our buddy Travis is having um, a bottle share next Sunday after Microfest. Um, he's got some friends coming in from Europe, and he's like, I haven't had, he just moved here a year or so ago. He's never had St. Louis style pizza. He's like, I think it's going to be the first time. I got all these other guys from overseas coming over. I'm going to order St. Louis style pizza. I'm like, I don't know if that's a good idea, man. Like, <laughs> I, I think uh, yeah, I can keep passing those down. Thank you. I, I don't know any any uh, Englishmen that have uh, that have had St. Louis style pizza. I don't think you know English Dave, our regular, comes in. He's never talked about it. I told him I was worried that no one was going to like the food, and I told him it's also very expensive. So you know, you want to you want to buy emos to feed the twenty something people that are going to meet your house for this bottle share. You know, you're going to drop a couple hundred bucks. Uh, he came in today. He's like, "What do you want to do about food?" I'm like, what are you talking about? You invited me over for a bottle share. He goes, yeah, yeah. You like you just want to chip in on pizzas or what? Nah, I'm going to bring some beers, man. It's your fucking party, man. You do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> And we chip in. I'll chip in on on food, chips. but <laughs> chip in on chips. Yeah, <laughs> I invite you to my bar every week. Doesn't mean I feed you. Right. You do if they pay for it. Yeah. yeah. Someone didn't recognize me without the hat on. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put it back. Oh, hey, Justin, you're back. Hey, here I am, guys. All right, so yeah, New let's, uh, let's open Justin. up another open up another beer and uh, let's dig into this podcast because it was. This is chock full of good information about this. Oh, uh, hold on, before Alpine that, and green flash. Shit. Uh, 
I have some breaking information. The the breaking info. Um I had a guy in on Friday. Uh, I don't remember his name, but he works for Craftig. And he had all kinds of interesting things to say uh, about them and oh, yeah? what's happening. Um, apparently, he made it sound like uh, Mark Godfrey is doing his best up there, but not really enjoying what's happening. Um, Billy Bush is... Being uh, kids. But when he's not punching teenagers at a basketball game, apparently he's, he's getting hole in ones in uh, golden, golden tea. tea. He's playing too much golden tea, and not doing enough business. Is That's problem, wrong, Billy. Like. They have, you know, they have a five barrel pilot system here in town. Yes, I, did I do. Uh, it's Chesterfield, Creep Corps, something like that. Um, and they just submitted all of their stuff for a brewer's license so they could start doing small batch uh, releases for St. Louis. Okay. Um, Billy just moved their office out of nowhere, and so now they have to start the whole process over. Because um, <laughs> he's like, yep, I don't want to be here anymore. Let's go somewhere else. Uh, and now move all this equipment that we just put together and haven't brewed on or anything yet. Um, That's a strong move, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he wanted to open... He wants to open a, brewery, a, a new brewery down here. Who? Mark or Billy? Billy. Okay. Uh, on his property well, out off in uh, it, that was the original plan from day one that he wanted to open up a million barrel brew house yeah <laughs> but now he's talking about uh something large but not that large yeah um he wants to do a mini grants farm type thing out on his property down 94 and build a big brewery out there i'm like that's All actually right. a really kind of a cool idea two different areas though what grants farms way... no he wants to build a mini grants farm oh he wants to okay so he wants to move the beer and the animal. He thing. wants to have a Grant's farm with a brewery, down, yeah, basically, uh, but I down see. off ninety four, uh, which sounds like a cool idea. I agree. Uh, but then he decided that uh, he wants to open a distillery now. So now he's looking into buying a uh, still, <laughs> even though there's this guy says there's no one on their staff that has any idea how to make spirits and no one that knows anything about making spirits oh, oh i'm Hanke. sure he can just hire somebody new uh jay hanky that's actually they were going to build the brewery uh in chesterfield right next to top golf okay and mm-hmm. apparently army corps of engineers was going to have to come out and it was going to cost them a hundred thousand dollars to do their surveying avoid the flooding yeah yeah and they said no so that's when they just you know he decided to do some so apparently they had something in the works um that was, you know, within the last year or two. Uh, but now he's just bouncing all over with all these ideas, but isn't committing to anything. And <laughs> even the guy's like, I don't know what <laughs> Mark could do. Uh, he's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, I can only go out and sell the same two products that are okay, but they keep, you know, they don't know who to advertise to. They keep. Flipping back between, do they want to grab craft drinkers? Do they want to grab BMC drinkers? And it sounds like there's just a lot of people in that company that aren't happy with what's going on. And Billy doesn't know what the fuck's going on either. All the money in the world. Shit ton of knowledge. And nobody knows what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Mark, Mark Godfrey is a pretty good brewer, right? Yes. He's, he's got some skills, yeah. won a lot of awards for yeah. his beers. He's a lager guy, man, and that's why Billy brought him in. He was the best lager brewer in St. Louis whenever uh, Billy hired him. 
took him away from Morgan Street. Uh, <laughs> Newmark is silent but deadly. Man, the, the chat really loves Newmark. Yeah. They <laughs> really do. He's going to be new somebody it, every week. It's just going to rotate around the table. Is it is it that they love Newmark or they, they just hate well, Somebody mentioned that he Mark. has no puns. He hasn't said anything, but in his not saying anything, he hasn't said any puns either. So that was a bonus someone said earlier. That was a, a good thing or a yeah. bad thing? A good thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Superpowers word, <laughs> word economy. economy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, while uh, Guts is uh, commenting, how was, uh, how was the stand-up last week? Nah. It's all he right. sucked? Yeah. He wasn't great. Did it wasn't, he, it wasn't, he, a, wasn't his best work. Did he admit that? He always admits it. He <laughs> Actually, knew right off. No, he, he was real fucking funny. Yeah? Really, really funny. He did, a, he did a really good set. And I thought the two openers were really good, too. I was expecting whoever opened for him not to be very good. Yeah. I was presently, pleasantly surprised. I actually really liked both of them. Uh, I thought the, the opener opener was better than the second opener. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the shorter fat guy was better than the tall skinny guy. Yeah, he guy, was funny. But, uh, man, it was. I told Dan or uh, Guts or Ron or whatever the fuck he wants to go by on which day that uh, I thought it was the best set I'd ever seen him do. It, even Lauren was laughing. Dan, uh, he was. Ron was real worried about it. Huh. About making her laugh. Yeah, I don't know why he cared so much about what Lauren <laughs> thought about no him. No clue. <laughs> Did Kevin Hart and Ke- Chris Rock open for him? Uh, is that no, who no but I think that's next. Ah, <laughs> can't wait for that. Okay, so on to the uh, big topic because we're fuck. We've already uh, we're already at fifty minutes. So yeah, all right. Let's take a let's quick uh, break. take a pause for a second, and uh, so we can drop the spots in. Need a little boost in the morning after a night out? Tired of getting hangovers that last all day? Then listen up and try morning recovery. It's not magic; it's science. The doctors behind this product know why we get hungover and have formulated morning recovery to help it from happening. Just drink one delicious morning recovery at last call and wake up feeling like you stayed home the night before. Check out morningrecoverydrink.com for all the details and where to find it. It's not a miracle worker, but it definitely helps. We drink one every Monday after the show and made sure it really worked before putting it out there to you guys. Morningrecoverydrink.com. Tomorrow starts tonight. All right, guys. Welcome hey, we're back. back. Hey, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Uh, so I listened to a podcast today called The Full Pint, and they interviewed Pat McElhaney, who was the former owner of Alpine Brewery. So he just came out and did this kind of uh, pretty, I don't know, um, negative review on his whole experience with Green Flash, the buyout, and then all the stuff that's transpired to them now going bankrupt. Uh, he gave specific numbers on prices and payouts on things, which, you know, most people when they're in that situation would never do. And he so, did not pull back, pull any punches. No. I mean, like he asked the, the host, he's like, you, uh, do you want me to get specific? And the post was like, hell yeah. Yeah, no, go for it. And so he's okay, cool. Here you go. And just really lit up the, uh, Former own or the ownership of Green Flash. So let me give you guys a little bit of a quick rundown on how they got together. Because I didn't, I knew that they had they, 2013. I think is when uh, all of this started with Alpine. They were looking to partner up with a place called Cold Spring, who was contract brewing. Um, he mentioned that Cold Spring makes all of the top three 
selling brands of energy drinks in the country. So this is a large facility. Um, and so they contract brew for a lot of breweries. Uh, Alpine was maxing out at 1,500 barrels and couldn't keep up. They had so much you know, want for their product. So he thought contract brewing was the easiest way for him to go right off the bat because they didn't have enough. They, they had 1,500 barrels. They didn't have enough money to build a larger brewery. It was, so it was mentioned that it was going to take somewhere like eight years on their current track to save up enough money to go borrow the rest of what he was going to need to open a large, you know, a brewery the size that they needed. So he goes to this contract brewery, and they're going to they have a deal, a contract, and or a deal worked out already. And then this brewery hires a new vice president who comes in and like tries to renegotiate the deal that he's already made with somebody for a lot more money than he was willing to pay. So he's like, well, no, I'm not going to do that, and backed out. And then uh, right after that, Green Flash calls, says, hey, I heard you're looking for, you know, to to expand a little bit. We have some space. We could help you out. So, and they're just, you know, they're right down the road, not too far. Uh, so Pat thought this was a good idea. Uh, you know, I guess they worked out a better deal and he started having, um, green flash proof, proof form. Uh, he had a lot of, they said they had a lot of issues scaling up their recipes cause they were so small. Um, and that's going to happen. I think when, uh, he said it's the most difficult thing to do is to scale up yeah. from a small brewery to a big brewery. And it is, it's very difficult because grain acts different. Sugars act different. Yeast max different. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this uh, we're drinking a Round the Bend Puffing Billy, which sounds like a euphemism, euphemism. for blowjobs. Yeah. Um, oh, this smells like shit. It's fucking delicious. Really? It's really good. It's a cocoa brown. The label's really cool, except for the guys getting blown on by other guys on the back. Puffed. They call yeah, it puffed. 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 Billy's getting puffed back by here. Billy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, fast forward, they've, uh, they haven't ever quite figured out a couple of their beers. Um, Nelson being the biggest one, that's, that was kind of their flagship, like most popular beer when everybody was doing big, in your face, hoppy, super hoppy IPAs. Nelson was kind of a softer, um, more mellow, super flavorful, uh, IPA. So, they are brewing with Green Flash for a while, and then uh, Green Flash offered to um, basically buy Alpine. <laughs> what? what did you do here, Kyle? I just moved the cans so people could see them. <laughs> oh, you can see some of them now. <laughs> just the one. Uh they never get, like I said, they never get a lot of the beers quite right. Uh, some of the beers are still being, a lot of the beers are being brewed at both places. And that brought up the uh, Asterix controversy, which yeah. I thought was fucking awesome. I almost brought this up earlier when we were talking about uh, the modern times, not modern times, I don't remember what it was, but we were talking about uh, beer being made at two different locations. I almost brought up the Asterix to try and segue into this, but I figured it was going to be a long discussion. So apparently... Uh, Alpine Brewery at the Tap Tasting Room uh, started asterixing 
uh, beers on their menu that were brewed at Green Flash so that customers knew that they weren't brewed at their facility. Uh, that guy got fired. Yeah. So basically, uh, hey, if this is fucked up. Hey, I'm going to put this asterisk on there. Yeah. Don't order it. That's what in they're case. saying, basically. Other bars uh, started doing the same thing. But no one... Um, no one was, you know, they, they started telling distributors, make sure you tell your supply, your bars and stuff to not do this. You know, like no one's buying the product that was brewed at Green Flash because it just wasn't the same product that was being made at Alpine. Well, what had happened was that the brewer, uh, Chuck Silva, was starting to get super excited on days. Yeah. And the owner of Green Flash was like walking through and the uh, their brewer Chuck was was dancing and shit. And he's like, what's going on? He goes, I get to make Alpine beer today because he knows that his beer sucks. But it didn't suck. I really liked Green Flash. Uh, so they're like, well, we got to we gotta combine these two forces. So that's when Green Flash bought out Alpine. And then they started to brew Alpine at Green Flash. And it wasn't coming through the same way. So they had the two different locations, and it wasn't coming through. The The beer wasn't as good. Now, how far away are the two breweries? They're, they're, they're relatively close. Okay. So I didn't, I didn't know if it had to do with the water. So... He- he mentioned, like, specifically on, I think, um, Nelson, the water profiles, they could never get quite right on that beer. And being as soft of a beer as it was, it was, like, the water made a huge difference on it. And they just never, they never got it down to where they wanted. So, after the Asterix uh, controversy, Green Flash went and took all of the Alpine kegs and got rid of them. And switched everything to MicroStar. So whenever they distributed product, you would you would have no way of telling where the beer was actually made from. That's a real douchebag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really was. Um, so not too long after all. Of, oh, the other big thing, Duet was one of their really big products. Uh, Duet was a dual hopped beer, uh, double IPA. I don't remember what the two hops were, but uh, Green Flashes. Um, Accountant said, you have to pull one of these hops and change it to something else because it's too expensive. Okay, well, the whole crux of Duet is these two specific hops working. And at this point, Pat doesn't actually have, he's the president, but he has no like decision-making abilities or anything on the products. They just sent him out as an ambassador for Green Flash and Alpine. So he just travels the country as, you know, the face of the business, uh, but he doesn't actually get to have any say in any, anything. Uh, this is around the time they also started changing a lot of the Green Flash beers, uh, West Coast IPA being the biggest one. That was kind of their flagship beer, and they wanted to turn it into a double IPA uh, because they wanted to be able to charge more money for it. So there's lots of things happening there. That's- he also said that they wanted their shelf life to be longer. Yeah, They went from a very nice, well-balanced 6% pale ale or IPA and jacked it up to an 8% IPA because they wanted uh, six months on the shelf instead of four. Um, so basically what he's saying is that Green Flash cut every corner that they possibly could after buying him out and really kind of treated his brand like a bastard child. You know, they we saw this here and they were apparently this was happening all over the country where if you wanted to get Alpine, you had to buy Green Flash product. Um, yeah, they were holding his brand name. Distributors were holding his brand name hostage because nobody would buy Green Flash. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but that's just a shitty way to do business. Like, 
especially when everyone saw that Green Flash's quality was going down. And depending on where you got your Alpine from, uh, and you know nationwide, you're probably getting it from the Green Flash brewery, not from yeah. the small brewery who's probably just taking care of uh, the local local guys. So one of the things that really turned me off about uh, listening to this guy talk, though, is you brought up that that uh, you know their their IPA was too expensive. That they that Green Flash didn't want to pay for the product uh, to make Alpine's beer. And the guy said, uh, what was it that he used? This was identified as a world-class beer by the BJCP. Uh, uh, a world example of the style. You know, it, it, yeah. Every BJCP style guideline, it says American Light Lager, Natural Light, uh, Paps Blue Ribbon. You know, They give perfect, quote-unquote, perfect examples, worldwide examples of this style. Well, under IPA or Pale Ale, which beer was it? Do you remember? Was it Duet? I, I think it was uh, Duet that right. we were talking about. So under Pale Ale, it said Alpine Breweries Duet. And now Green Flash wants to change it. And Pat's like, no, fuck you. This is a notify or recognized as a world-class style. You can't just go and change it. And then he goes off and says that he actually wanted uh, the BJCP to change the title of IPA. He yeah. What was it? He wanted it to be West Coast Pale Ale instead of IPA because there is nothing because Indian nothing anymore about India. Um, the beers aren't the same as what they were meant to be. He's like right. American versions of this beer is not an IPA. He yeah he that was what Green Flash wanted because their beer was called West Coast IPA. Yeah, uh, he was championing this change uh, for West Coast IPA, and then they changed the West Coast recipe. He's like, well, forget that. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, the beer's not the same anymore. Um, duet is oh. uh, Simcoe and Amarillo. Okay, by the way, so it must have been Amarillo. I would uh, guess well, that was a big Amarillo. Probably run uh, for Amarillo a couple of years was ago. Real expensive there. Yeah. Uh, another shitty thing Green Flash did was as soon as they bought Alpine, they went to the only distributor of Alpine and bought the contract for Alpine beer. Uh, and then gave it to their shitty distributor that nobody likes. Um, he basically, they bought the contract for like a million dollars and the guy closed up his distributorship and went home. Like I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. They said that they, he wouldn't discuss numbers, but it was enough for the guy to retire. He closed his business and retired. And this was apparently like the top, uh, distributor in their area. Artisan something or other. Yeah. Remember. It was, yeah. Artisan. Yeah. Um, so this has all happened over the course of like two years. It just all happened pretty quick. Um, about 2015, I think maybe 2016 when the uh, green flash announced that they were going to open a new brewery, um, uh, expand, but they also started laying people off. Um, and that's when Chuck Silva like dipped out. Uh, he's, I, you know, Pat doesn't know specifically, but said, I think we all saw what was happening, and Chuck went to do his own thing and didn't want to be part of the Chuck is a great brewer. expansion project that Green Flash was going to fail at. Um, so, oh, <laughs> Pat called during this whole expansion uh, stuff. He said uh, every decision they made was inept and inappropriate. <laughs> like he just has no faith. 
in these guys at all. And I wonder how much of that comes down to this last part that we're going to get into. Or, you know, if he felt that way the entire time, why he didn't try harder to change anything, you know? he just, It seems like he just kind of was apathetic to the whole situation and let it happen. Um, I'm not sure that he could have done anything. Uh, but at this point, they have, like, all but removed him from the brewery. He has no job there anymore at all, really. No one talks to him. They don't fill feel, feel him in on any anything that's happening with either of the brands. Um, I feel for the guy for the most part. I'm like 80% on his side, I think. But it just seems like up to this point, he could have done more to help. Um, to me, it seemed like this guy... That, that Pat. Now, there's no doubt in my mind that Pat got fucked. Yeah. All right. There's no doubt in my mind that he got fucked. But I think he's partially to blame for getting as fucked as he did because he wanted to have his cake and eat it too. Yeah. He wanted somebody to come in and buy him, give him shitloads of money and buy his brand. But he still wanted to control it. He wanted somebody to take over all work and, and, uh, <coughs> excuse me. I'll work and ownership of it, but then not allow him to still make all of the decisions or yeah. to change anything. Uh, he just, he, he seems, I don't know, lazy? Is lazy the right word? I don't know if lazy is the right word. I don't think it's the right word, but I, I think we're on the same page but there that there was. You can't just, you can't say, okay, buy me out yeah. so that I don't have any more responsibility and then bitch about not having any responsibility. You know, he wanted to get rich. But he didn't want to go through the right channels of doing it. He wanted to get rich and then still make his own product. Yeah. Well, you got to go through the long way. So we've seen what happened. Oh, um, Nelson, um, the hop yeah. farm that that grew Nelson hops predominantly where he got him, wouldn't renew his contract. Uh, so Nelson stopped getting made more than a couple times a year at the small brewery, and that was you know their one of their biggest products. Um, well, when a Green Flash forgot to order it, and so he called him up, and he's like, "Yeah, no, we need to renew our Nelson contract." Yeah. They're like, sorry, brother, yeah, it's that's all gone. All gone. He goes, uh, "Well, how am I supposed to make this beer?" He's like, "I was the first brewery to bring this beer to the U.S. Yeah. predominantly, and now you're not even going to let me use it." So all of this stuff has happened over a very short couple of years, and uh, now Green Flash is bankrupt and have sold. Uh, they bought before that happened. They bought Pat's contract out. He had five years, two years. Three years, somewhere in two or three years left on his contract. They bought it out for, they gave him $300,000 and 10,000 shares of stock. Newmark just said, fuck it and left. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) He said that was about $150,000 less than what he would have made on his salary over those next two years or three years. But he thought it was, he was doing something good for the company because it was hurting and it saved them some money. He said the stock value was about 400 grand when he, when they gave him that. Mm That was at end of 2017. He gets a call on a Monday after Green Flash uh, goes bankrupt on a Friday and had no idea. And now his stock is worthless, and he has to pay two hundred twenty thousand dollars in taxes on that four hundred grand worth of stock that he has. That's now essentially worthless. And he's like, "I don't have that money. I don't know what I'm going to do." So this guy is super in debt now because Green Flash tanked his stocks. Um, he said he thinks Alpine's going to be sold. They're going to sell it off. Yeah. Uh, was it WCIPA? 
the new corporation. That oh, right. Yeah. Bottom, yeah. Which yeah. is basically just a collaboration of all the people that owned Green Flash already. But somehow they were able, I don't even know how that's legal, but they bought it back from the bank at a super discounted price, uh, which just seems Bro, sketchy as fuck. That seems very, yeah. Um, but he said that he thinks that they're in talks to sell Alpine off uh, to another either brewery or for their sake i hope so man alpine is always better than has been better than green flash they always will be better than green flash and it does seem like pat actually knows what the fuck's going on i do just think he tried to take a shortcut he tried to get rich quick and it failed you know that's not how getting rich works you gotta fucking work and i think he wanted to do it the easy way Uh, which i respect great you know good for him you know uh I wish it would have worked for him. Fuck. You know, I'm rooting for him. <laughs> At the very end, like one of the last things he said on the podcast, Jeff, you, I don't, you said you didn't tune into the I've last got, few. I've got like 10 minutes left. I had to open. He says, I have these three pieces of paper. And I forget the guy's name who's the president of WC uh, IPA right now. He's like, he's tried to get in contact with anyone at this, at this company. He left messages. No one will even talk to him now. He's like, I have these three pieces of paper. It's 39,264 shares of um, Green Flash that I will trade for my brand back. That's he's, All I want is wow. Alpine beer back, and no one will talk to him. But he's like, hey, if anybody out there hears this that works for you know, Green Flash now, please get a hold of me. Let's, let's make a deal. I just want my stuff back. And I don't know, man. Again, I hope he gets it. I do too, but I. What, what's your guys' takeaway? Uh, don't get into bed with someone that you're not supposed to. I mean, you you just you can't go for the, it's no, it's there, bud. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really, when, when partnerships are really really tough, and if you get into bed with someone that you do not know or do not know what their end game is, then you might wind up like them. Yeah. I, I kind of like that idea, not having an idea where the company was going to take your brand from the get-go. Right. Um, you know, like he said, inept and inappropriate was their, you know, their the way they conducted business there the entire time. Um, that should have been a sign. I think you should have. He should have stepped in a little sooner to get get some stuff done. Yeah. It's sad though. I mean, something that you worked so hard for. Yeah. That you have no fucking idea. There we go. Uh, <laughs> you worked so hard for. I understand what you're saying. Right but, back where uh, you were, Jeff. Alpine hadn't even been open very long at all when all the, when he, when they bought out when they got bought out a year or two. I guess. Oh, was that it? Yeah, oh, I thought they'd like, been around. Are you sure about that? I, that seems unlikely that they would be recognized as a world class style or world class example, and have only been open for two years. I'm pretty I, sure that I could be wrong, but I don't. I don't know. Well, here, oh no, you're right. Okay, they've been open since '99. So, so here's a good wow. question. So let's say, let's say Jeff, somebody came to you and no, offered somebody offered you enough money to not retire, but purchase Exit Six, and say, hey, we can take your brand, we can make your name a little bit more well known, and for some reason you didn't negotiate what direction they were going to go in. And you were in the same situation. Would you just kind of go home, or would you want to restart a brewery? Well, I, for I, starters, I don't think I, I. I'd like to think I wouldn't allow myself to get in that situation. I, I, I get that. You know, knowing, knowing you as well as I do, I don't think you would. 
But let's say you you you, you the money that. the you, money talks though, man. It, it and it does. But let's let's say it's not enough money to retire. It's it's just enough money to maybe restart a brewery. Sure. Would you put that work back well, in? If I if I am, I, I know I know how hard it was for you to open the place. So yeah, no, it was a, it was a giant in. pain in the ass, uh, and. Look, if I, if I had sold this, if I had sold the name Exit Six and the business Exit Six, for starters, if it was for just enough money to start a new business, they're probably going to have made me sign a non compete clause. So that wouldn't really okay. It's not a valid question, but I would not have allowed myself to get put in that position either. I want to still maintain control of Exit Six and the direction in which the brand goes, but I just simply want some money behind me. Or I don't want to do this job anymore. And I just want the money. So, you know, if you want the money behind you, but you still want control, you only get this much money. You get, you know, from A to B. But if you give up everything, you get from B to C or A to C, which is a much larger chunk of change. You got to decide that. And if you choose the A to C, then you can't bitch that you don't have control anymore. Yeah. I fake mark <laughs> said hashtag not my mark <laughs> i have a good uh alpine story that i'll kind of <laughs> sorry kids old mark went to live on a farm but you can never visit we, we tied him to a tree and shot him <laughs> so it was uh i was at uh hey ic4 thanks for the file man i appreciate yeah. that uh gbf for man it was like 2013 2014 and alpine was having a uh, a tap takeover at a pizza place and I had the weirdest most incredible pizza that I've ever had there so it was a Alfredo chicken pizza with sun-dried tomatoes jalapenos and mashed potato dollops on top and it was incredible mashed potato dollops yeah so they just took like a small Is that like a doily ice cream scoop and put little pieces of mashed potato like garlic mashed potatoes but the sun-dried tomatoes and the chicken Alfredo was so fucking good with it. And then we had a flight of... Uh, you know who else does that? Pizza Street. You, you Sometimes you got to ask them for it because you go up for, to the buffet and the that one's not 449 there. 449 buffet? Yeah. A lot of times. So they've got a loaded pick. They'll oh, make it happen. Fuck yeah. San Jose just tied it up. Sorry. Three to three. Uh, a lot of times you have to ask them for it, but they make a loaded uh, baked potato pizza. They'll make anything you want. Yeah, it's, they put bacon and chives on it, sour cream. It's really good. <laughs> what else? I don't know what more you could ask for in a pizza. Do we say something? The only time I, I, I eat at uh, a CC's or uh, uh, what's it called? Pizza Street. It's yeah. the same thing. I eat there like twice a year, and it's always like after the Saturday that I'm the most drunk ever. That's the only time Pizza Street is an appropriate time to eat as an adult. Even then, I don't. I, the only time I've ever been there is when I took Ryan. Yeah. Uh, if you have a kid, uh, perfect birthday party, perfect. If you're just a 30-year-old plus person and you're going out to a <laughs> dinner and you go to Pizza Street, then Especially you need to alone. reevaluate your fucking life, man. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I know the 449, all you can eat is very appealing, but fuck it. <laughs> go get the dollar menu at McDonald's. You should or something not be and- <laughs> allowed to go any place that has an arcade. <laughs> if they have a ball pit, you shouldn't be allowed to go there by yourself. <laughs> not, not even Noah's arcade. No, yeah. not even Noah's arcade. Where's you think that? they're still out there necking? Yeah. <laughs> Want me to go check? 
Please do. <laughs> and go take a video for us. We're going to post it on the Bruise Room page later. I'll be right back. We're, Can you get in and out of a pizza that. street without going to the bathroom at the restaurant? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> no. There's Maybe no way. normal people can. No, there's no way. <laughs> hey, Squadzilla, thanks for that follow, man. appreciate it. Uh, I don't know. What did you? Uh, what did we open last? Uh, uh, this is uh, Michael Brothers oh, back from... This guy. Uh, no, this is from Shaley. Oh, from Shaley? Yeah, remember when I said you said Charlie brought back two beers for Michael? Yeah, oh, apparently... for Michael. Right. At least said Michael brought the beers back. No. Uh, my te- the text message said, was from Michael, saying, Charlie brought me a couple beers back from Texas. I got a couple of duplicates. <laughs> okay. I'll give them to you. Her phone must have autocorrected Shaley to Charlie, gotcha. so... But this is Easy Peasy IPA. It's... Uh, Brewed with tangerine and lemon peel, and I think it's really good. I think that's a very good uh, porch beer for the summer. Yeah. It's nice. Are those two not fucking out there anymore? No, they're not there. Right, uh, who's the brewery? Deep uh, Ellum. Oh, yeah, Deep, Deep Ellum. That's right. This is one that we hadn't had from them yet. Yeah. Hi, squad. <laughs> Kyle comes in with that uh, the random hello. He hasn't said anything in eight minutes. No, I was just talking about it. My, my, my microphone's not right. I'm just fucking. Who the fuck is Squad? Squadzilla. Squadzilla. He just followed us. That's my friend no. Adam. No. Go, go, Squadzilla. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was all the big, interesting stuff I had to talk about. Um, <laughs> what up, Scrote? Scrote. <laughs> oh, what is that from, man? What is that from? <laughs> You guys have anything uh, coming up at Shamrocks this week or next week? Uh, we just announced uh, fucking uh, uh, Harry, Gu- Harry Potter trivia. Yeah, that's it. Lynn made me, Lynn showed me the picture of you riding the uh, Harry pole. Harry eyebrow trivia. Ha- Harry eyebrow <laughs> trivia, yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter trivia at uh, Shamrocks. Um, Thank you. May 31st. Is that Thursday? Yes, it is. Uh, if you want to do that, you have to call on reserve table, right? Yeah, we're. I mean, we're. I mean, by the time this airs on Thursday, we'll. You'll have to call right away because in the first twenty four hours, we have one hundred and forty reservations. So we have 40, 40 people left. We'll probably do a second day. Hey, uh, second Harry Potter. Yeah, second Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, anything here coming up? We got nah. uh, Microfest on Saturday. If you're listening, we'll be there uh, all day Saturday, two sessions. So if you're there at Forest Park, it's supposed to be really nice. So come out and uh, we'll be pouring a bunch of stuff. We got some cool things we're bringing. Um, Are you guys doing Lupulin? Yeah. That's a Union Station this year. Yes. It was last year too, right? Yep. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. We didn't get invited last year, so. I will be there as well. I'll be pouring with uh, with Odell. No. <laughs> He's so, going to be under Odell's table blowing Jake <laughs> from State Farm. <laughs> Again? Again. <laughs> um, I will be watching someone that came from uh, Colorado who had their bag checked, who had something in their bag. I'll have their stuff that they were looking for or sneaking back. Oh, he's coming in town. He's, yeah, he's yeah. Come over. Okay. Good. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna come back, and I'll have what uh, he was supposed to bring back. Okay. Yeah. So you're gonna have some vitamin gummy worms. Yes, What's I will. Up, gummy bears. Sorry, Tim. What do you got going on at uh, Centaur? Centaur. Centos. Uh, 
Centos? Minotaur. Minotaur, yes. What is uh, it? Centos. Centos. My dad works for Centaur. You guys do like the same thing. Exactly. Centaur's yes. Taste the flavor. I, uh, <laughs> I, I will I will not be there until uh, until Monday. So. You guys got any new like uh, mats or uniforms or anything going out to people? We, 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 have, we have the new extraction mat. It'll hold up two liters of liquid. If you spill it on it, it won't come off the mat. Urine? If two that's what you want to put on it. Yeah, two liters of urine. Can you make me a pair of underwear out of them? Um, no. Fuck. What good are you? I'll, I'll, put, I'll put my guy on it. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Yeah, I bet you, you will. Guy? <laughs> Pablo, when it comes to underwear, he does. <laughs> Let me ask you guys a question. Yes, please. I do. can't wait. Uh, <clears throat> we should go a couple so, of minutes longer. Lynn said uh, we were short last week, so yeah. let's make up for it today. All right, that's cool. You want, you want to open up another beer? Yeah. Are should you? we open up Newmark's beer? Yeah, Newmark yeah, brought him here. Yeah. yeah, let's open this guy up. It's it's a stout made with uh, pizza. And money. And money. Justin's this is been a, looking uh, forward to this for a few weeks now. Yeah. Big ass a, money stuff. It's a man question. It really does have pizza and money. How in it. long? I mean, you you guys are boxer guys? Or are I you went briefs? to school with that guy. Are you brief? Or boxer briefs? Or are you. Commando. Nothing? Commando? <laughs> yeah. What about you? I switched between uh, boxers and boxer briefs. How long do you wait till oh, it's, it's like time to throw them out? Dude, I will wear the fuck out of them. I will wear them while there's holes in. They're not even doing anything anymore at that point. And uh, my wife will Ugh. make me uh, throw them away. Yeah. Or she'll just throw them away for me because I won't throw them away. Are you boxers, briefs, boxer briefs? Uh, boxer brief. Money, 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 money. And uh, as, as soon as you start seeing that, that sliver of a hole, that's when it gets thrown out. It tastes like a nickel that a thousand people have touched. <laughs> Touched or licked? Touched. Licked, whatever. Okay. It's been in, on, and around someone's orifice about 100,000 times. So Have the, you guys seen the I, I don't know that I agree era? with that. <laughs> I was just making a joke. Uh, ass pennies. Ass pennies. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think this was made with euros or American dollars? Uh, pounds, idiot. The reason why I asked this question... <laughs> I mean, seriously, how, dude. How many you pounds? You can't taste the queen? <laughs> <laughs> so the reason why I asked this question is yes. that I sat down today uh, while taking a dump and looked down at my boxers and I could see straight through them. <laughs> you just looking at the. You tile. didn't notice that when you were when you put them on this morning. No, it's you think you put bedroom. them on this morning? <laughs> no, absolutely. That's a good point. You know, I'm 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 like very like germy weird, but yeah. So I, I saw straight through and I'm like, man, I think I've had these since no I was. Likes, no one's like him. The underwear talk on the chat. Well, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Jay Patterson. No, it's actually just guts. Everyone else is enjoying it. Yeah, but I I, I don't know. You might be right. <laughs> I, I have friends that they're like, all right, I go a year and I throw out all my socks and I throw out all my underwear. And I've never been that guy. I do, do that with my socks. Uh, Tara's with Tara Cat. Tara, I can't read that. that I hate that green. Tareka. Tareka. Yeah. Tareka streaming. Um, it's <laughs> <laughs> a good. Tareka says uh, he or she. I don't whatever uh, wears yeah. edible underwear, so they have something to eat at the end of the day. Hmm. That's just a good, nice little snack. That's a good snack. Is that like a fruit roll-up? I've never actually seen uh, edible underwear, yes, but I it's assume exactly it's like made a of a fruit roll-up. Yeah. yeah. I just thought of such a great after dark Does it topic. have elastic? Ugh. I don't know. What about a fly? I'm sure it doesn't have a fly built in. <laughs> They're not very fucking conducive then, are they? I don't think you're supposed to go out in them. 
Well, then what's the point? I don't know. What's the point of Se- any weird sex thing? Like sexy time. The lingerie is the same way. You sexy put, time. You get a girl puts on like all of this, you know, like eighteen piece lingerie thing, and you just rip it off, right? Like yeah, but it's that. But seeing it there while when you know, or, or knowing she's wearing it while you're out. Oh yeah, that's maybe a good time. some people just like so you just ropes. put it on and then then chow down. Seems boring as shit. I know you got to start necking out in the front of a brewery parking lot. <laughs> I'm not eating anything right. that's been in Dr. John's for six months. <laughs> if that's where you're doing your grocery shopping each week. <laughs> I'm not eating edible underwear from Dr. John's. I'm telling you that right now. Honey, I'm going so, to Priscilla's. Would you like some edible underwear? <laughs> so what if you were there, there the day of the truck? You know, like you see it come off the truck. It's only been there for like an hour. So then it's okay. You're it's like following around waiting for it to like, where's it going to stop? I know they're dropping ed- edible underwear off somewhere. You see the Dr. Uh, John's truck do go down the highway. It's got a big dodo on the side of it. What 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 flavor would you want? Strawberry, I mean, chocolate, strawberry, strawberry vanilla, strawberry lemonade. I don't like just strawberry. It's got to be something I, fruity. I think, yeah, strawberry <laughs> chocolate. Chocolate's just stupid. Chocolate licorice, <laughs> lemonade, chocolate. Is terrible. <laughs> you got to go all strawberry. Or what what else does Twizzlers have that's good? Uh, black licorice. Black licorice, yeah. That's that's for the ebony. I can go for Shaggy. Yeah, but we don't right Kyle. He, he, he don't want anything black. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's going to go with the rainbow. I could definitely Multicolor. go for Shaggy Jaeger. <laughs> I'm not I don't think I'm down with the edible underwear. No. No, I'm absolutely. surprised. I'll do not. a lot. I I'll stick my tongue straight in a butthole, but I'm not eating the edible underwear. <laughs> I'm on the same I'm on the same page. Yeah. I don't mind tongue darts, but no, I'm not eating that <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> No, you're actually eating shit, and then you're not going to eat that not shit. Really? You're not, no. not, not even not really. Just no, not at all. Precisely. <laughs> Sometimes it's okay to go ass in the mouth. In the heat of the moment, it's okay. Man. <laughs> heat of the moment. Oh, this speaking of uh, good. Kevin Smith, uh, a guy was in here. Were we? Uh, no. Well, okay. He, Sometimes in the heat of the moment, that's from Clark's too. Oh, yeah, that one sucked. It wasn't the best. It w- it had its moments. Um, you had some friends pop in, a Kevin Smith and a. Uh, oh really? Uh, well, his brother. He said, "Okay, yeah." Uh, I don't remember his name. I only remembered Kevin Smith. He's like, he probably won't remember me, but or my brother, uh, maybe my brother Kevin Smith. Like, I would have recognized him and remembered him, but I can't remember his name. Yeah. He's a good dude. He told me his name, but it, I mean, it wasn't Kevin Smith, so I didn't remember it, and I feel bad. Why it got to be black licorice? I don't know. Why does it have to be black licorice, Leo? Not why it got to be. Why does it have to be? Leo's black. I know. I yeah. know who it is. So he's he's it's talking about black licorice. <laughs> why got to be black licorice, why, dog? Why doesn't it have? Why can't it be black? What's wrong with black licorice? There's, black licorice I is fucking good. I love black licorice. We went to uh, Chicago. Wendell and I were up there. We went. They had this candy store in the giant mall on Michigan Avenue, and they had uh, a whole wall dedicated to black licorice, and it was fucking awesome. That's so. I, what, I'm still on the page where I like black licorice to taste like black licorice, but I don't want anything else to taste like black licorice. Not so what, what are those? What are those no. little candies that they were multicolored? Hey, Tarika, thanks for that. Thought. My dad would. Eat them all the time. They taste like black licorice. They almost like had like pink on the outside or blue on the outside. There, was, I can't remember what they were. What is it? What there, it, there was there was like different colors on the outside, but you ate it. They're almost like 
chiclet sized. Everlasting gobstoppers. No. Oh no, that uh, Mike, not Mike and Ike. Mike um, it's Mike, like Mike and Ike. They, they came in like the little clear plastic bag and good and plenty. And no, it was, it was just like that, but they were pink and yellow, or pink, pink. and white. That that might be it. Yeah, good. I, and, no, Matt, 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 if you're listening, text me right now and you'll know. It. <laughs> Everybody in the chat saying everybody's good saying good and plenty. I said it's, good and plenty it is first. Not good and plenty. But they that's come, the they black come licorice they, they one. Come, no, yeah. they come. They're they, they taste like black licorice. Or they smell like it, but they came in like a like a clear plastic bag. And I'm, I'm thinking like when I was like, yay tall. Like I know it's not good for radio, but I'm, <laughs> I'm like very very small. And uh, God, I can't remember the name of them. You and I, Old Mark are both really good about thank you calling people out on using hand signals for radio. <laughs> yeah. Good job. I know it's, it was me. So, <laughs> but I, I can't remember what it was. It was good and plenty. No, it's not good and plenty. Anyway, black licorice, hate it. My dad loved it, hated it. It's the one thing that he would eat that I could not eat. <laughs> Newmark Shut needs up. a few beers to get in. Finally, opinion. get an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that fucking chat has really taken to Newmark, man. It, it's really given me a a good feeling. What do you do on inside. Mondays at uh, ten thirty at night? Um, every- I'm, I've been asleep for about a good hour by this point. No, I mean, like, would you be available every Monday? Oh, I would love to be available every Monday. You know, if I if I could make it in here, you know, maybe I should get a little nap in before because, uh, yeah, I got to work the next day. So uh, I, th- I think I talked to my boss. I can make it happen. How do you feel about post-show showers? Ooh, post-show. Um, I'm in. Group showers. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm You're not in. dropping the soap, though. You're in? Yeah. Just not drop soap? All right. No, yeah, not dropping soap. Uh, what beer do you see yourself drinking in five years exactly at this time? Five years from now. Um, probably. Nom. Uh, nom. You searched for a nom <laughs> emoticon. <laughs> I saw you searching the emoticons. It was for nom. Well, the, the first one I put 17 of them up there because it wasn't showing up. Five, five years from now, it's going to be uh, Bud Light Grape. That's a that's a bold prediction, Cotton. Uh-uh. I like the way this guy. You thinks. know, if you had to put odds, if five years from now there's a Bud Light grape on the shelf, what what uh, what odds do you better need? Than, better than fifty fifty. I'm, I'm calling so. it right now. The only thing that I think is that it might be it might have come and gone by then. Yeah, I'm gonna say they, they have grape burritos already though. Does that count? Yeah. No, no, no. Actual grape like. Bud Lime grape. Bud Light, Bud Light grape. grape. It's going to taste... Okay, so so the Bud Light Lime has tasted like, you know, almost like lime soda. Bud Light Orange tastes like orange soda. So the Bud Light Grape's going to taste like grape soda. Do you really think the Bud Light Lime tastes like 7-Up? Okay, not really. Okay. I was just trying to make a point. Well, it wasn't a good one. I tried. I had uh, a Bud Light Orange yesterday after doing the yard work. It was nice to just sit on the patio... Yeah. And look at my freshly Your yard mowed great. yard. It looked great. Uh, you know what doesn't look great anymore? My yard. My yard. Uh, after, after one day, I came home. Uh, I had to run home after work to grab the other camera. And uh, there's fucking foot-long dandelions have popped up already after oh, I, I mowed the grass. That. Jesus. I'm so fucking pissed. I rolled up and I just like went over and kicked the fuck out of the tallest one I saw in the front yard and walked in. And you just created 5,000 more. Uh-huh. I, I know. I have uh, I've come to a point in my life where I've realized that I've made it. <laughs> uh, Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
because I had someone this week cut my grass. Yeah. I, I paid someone to cut my grass, and it was the most glorious thing. So I tried to get someone to come over and get rid of all of the gumballs in my yard and do a first mow. Uh, nobody wants to fuck with gumballs, apparently. I called three different lawn companies, and they all basically told me to fuck off. So there are no 12-year-olds <laughs> living in your neighborhood that want to make 10 bucks? There's never... Dude, that's one thing I did as a kid. My dad, like, in the summertime, he'd give me the lawnmower and say, go push it around and make some money. And, like, I'd usually come home with, like, 60 bucks, on, you know? I did that a couple times a week. Like, I was 12, 13. I, made, I, had, a, I had a boatload of cash saved up. I, I was 12 uh, years old, and my dad was like, this is your yard. You take pride in it. And to this day, that is my thing. You know, my, my son's about to turn 10, and my wife keeps telling me, hey, you need to teach my motor lawn. I'm like, no. No, this is my time to get out of the house, spend some time outside, you know, cut the grass, take some pride in something. This is my time to get out there and just think about nothing and drink beer. Yeah. I don't mind doing the yard work. I just... <sighs> And Guts said, get a rake. I got a fucking rake, you asshole. Uh, if you saw my yard, there's a billion goddamn gumballs in it. Uh, I don't have a gumball tree. And I raked it, and there was still covered in gumballs. Because they stick in the in the dirt, and they get caught in the tall grass. That you know, <laughs> There was no getting around it. I just wanted somebody to come and basically torch my yard and put down AstroTurf. Like, I'd be completely fine with that. Fucking uh, Phoenix, man. Everybody's got gravel. Uh, fine. Do yeah, that, too. I would love that. If, uh, if I have, buy a house and I can talk to... If it's just me, great. I'm putting gravel instead yeah. of instead Have you of seen grass. what they've been doing on like baseball diamonds around the country? They're putting down AstroTurf. So like the Rascals have this to where they'll have the AstroTurf everywhere, like on the infield, outfield, and everything. But where the dirt's supposed to be, it's AstroTurf. It's not dirt. Hmm. Why? No, I've not That's seen that. It, it, it is the weirdest thing. Why would you do that? I, I don't know. My son is had, it brown AstroTurf? Yeah. My son had his pictures taken at the Astro or the, the Rascals Field this last year. Yeah. And it's probably gonna be the same thing this year. And we get out there and they got to run the bases. And I'm like, where's where's the dirt? Where's the fun in this? There, there's no more dirt on the fields like that. Huh. I had no idea. That's weird. That's part of the fun, like, especially in the outfield, like, you know, getting to die for a ball and getting all fucking dirty and coming in and like you know who made the made the effort on the play because yeah. it's the guy covered in green and brown. You know, <laughs> like sliding in. Man, when yeah. uh, uh, Saturday morning before the festival <clears throat> this past weekend, uh, we walked from our uh, Airbnb to Walgreens to get that bottle of uh, the multivitamins. Yeah, yeah. You mean uh, you followed a, that guy there? Followed a guy. Uh, we saw a guy that we what? went to Walgreens. Yeah. who sells those things? We didn't buy oh, them. Right. It wasn't oh, us. Okay. Fuck me. <laughs> Wall emergency. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, we end up going to Walgreens for no particular reason. And uh, <laughs> this beer didn't taste like money or pizza, by the way. No, it did not. It, was it tasted really good. really good. though. That was 17%. Yeah. But there was a park. Really? Yeah. Oh, it did not taste 17%. <laughs> Jesus. Glad I only had a few ounces of that. Yeah. <laughs> there was a park that uh, they're getting ready to start a rugby match. Uh, uh, sevens? No. Eleven? No, Union. Union? Uh, 15s. 15s. So, uh, Lawrence saw this one guy who went running out into uh, the scrum, getting ready for a scrum, actually. He was not wearing a shirt, and his shorts were slit all the way up to the band, which she was actually making fun of him for that. But this guy was, I mean, an Adonis-type body. I mean, even I went, God damn, that's a that's a good-looking <laughs> dude right there. But Lauren was you know, salivating. I'm like, Did you have a threesome? No. Uh, but I did <laughs> learn learn how to do some. 
Yeah. I did Jeff offer. Jeff had a once in by himself. <laughs> in the shower. Uh, we did stop on the way fine. back and watched uh, the rugby, which was actually very, very uh, entertaining. But I was looking at their field, and it was all AstroTurf. And it was That's that burn. super, super thin AstroTurf, like almost papery looking and black on the uh, uh, underside. So like as you as you rubbed your fingers on it, it just shot up little tiny blades of quote unquote grass and yeah. black rubbery stuff. And God, all you think was like getting tackled on that had yeah. to suck so bad. It, it's not as bad as you think. So I, I played I played soccer at Linwood for a year. And um you know, if you would slide on that, especially if it was wet, it really wasn't that bad. So the 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 black rubber stuff really helps out with stopping the uh, the rug burn when you're going through. I you played ultimate frisbee there for a weekend, and I had the exact ultimate same frisbee. Yeah, was that fun? Ultimate frisbee is incredible. It looks kind of fun, but like I've I've seen one video of like an advertisement for ultimate frisbee, and it looked like it there couldn't be anything douchier. You have to be. Was, way was there in a shape. dog involved in that video? You would love it. Yeah, you would love it. I mean, it's really it, <laughs> there it's, was a, there was dogs all over the place. We're on the sidelines. It's completely exhausting because yeah, because you could grab the frisbee and then you get three steps and then you have and to you throw, it. throw it again. Yeah. But then if someone drops it, it's turnover and then it go goes back the other no, way. It looks like a fun game. It's great. It's it, it, it really just, it's exhausting. You, you should see this video, and it had to have been from like the mid nineties, and everyone's like either super pro or hippie. Like, yeah. There's no in between. There's no just like guys like us out there tossing the fucking frisbee around. Everyone's making it like this is the World Series, you know, and it's a Tuesday on fucking a community college campus. Yeah. And Gus just made a good point. I, I wouldn't mind playing it as long as it was us. Yeah. You know, if yeah. it, as long as everybody was on the same level, we didn't have fucking track stars out there or whatnot. <laughs> sure. You know. Bruise Room Ultimate. <clears throat> That's the other thing. They kept calling it Ultimate. Like, it's Ultimate Frisbee. Fr- frisbee is trademarked. Ultimate disc. Pythons. Fucking Python. Can you throw a Python more than like 10 yards? That's how it started. That's oh, how Frisbee started. 11, maybe. Like like <laughs> the guy that oh, the guy that started Frisbee, the dude from Whammo threw a Python. I mean, it's like, hey, that's a cool idea. Let's 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 do this. Come on, haven't <laughs> you seen Back to the Future 3? No, nah, no. It's a fine movie. Don't talk 3. about it. <laughs> That train is legit. Guts dancing uh, says you can do some really fun throws. Forwards, <laughs> all right, mom. Right, hey, here's this frisbee, kids. You can do some really fun throws with you, it. You can do <laughs> what was more fun, doing those throws or coming out to your father? <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna let us know wow. as soon as he hears us. I'm sure. <laughs> is this game in overtime right now? Yes. Yeah. What's okay, the score? I think so. Four, three, four, three, 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 and over, overtime just started. Right. Should we wrap this uh, up? Yeah. We should go two and a half more minutes. Two and a half more minutes? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to find a guy that is on my, who's currently streaming, and I'm going to drop all of um, our viewers on there. And you can stay if you want or not, or keep your uh, tab open and give uh, somebody with only a couple of viewers some some views. Um, we're gonna, really, you can do that. Yeah, it's called rating. Can you guys help it's me out? A big uh, deal. So, <laughs> and 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 I'm really I'm learning about Twitch just by us doing it. Mm-hmm. But who the biggest Twitch? Uh, the biggest people that are putting out Twitch. What game are they playing right now? Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite? PUBG, League of Legends, Hearthstone, Overwatch. Is that Overwatch still up is there? up there. Um, 
Fortnite is far and away the biggest one just because of a couple specific guys. So. But the people, I mean, I guess it's my gender. I mean, it's people that are our age are saying they don't like Fortnite. Uh, I, I actually don't like Fortnite all that much. Yeah, I've played it. Jeffrey, I've, I've played it I've for a while. It. Yeah. He, he, never he once. a PC yeah. game. It's on PS4 also. It's free to play. That's why it's so popular too. It's yeah. free to play. It and is. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. If I knew that. It's free on PS4 too. I fuck. I'm gonna try. Heard uh, you, can, you can buy things on it that makes like your appearance look yeah, better. Yeah, that's all there is. The actual game. Uh, gotcha. The only thing that I see. Um, do you guys follow Lad Bible? On uh, Lad Bible, L A D Bible, yeah, yeah, it's probably the best Facebook page you can follow. Uh, they post a lot every once in a while when someone's doing a Twitch thing and they do something really cool on whatever game, they'll post it. It's uh, it's actually pretty decent. Really? Yeah. Huh. They also post a ton of funny shit. That's cool. I did not know that. Eight million in revenue a day. Jason says that Fortnite's making off. eight million. That's bullshit. It can't be real. No, I know. Right. I bet it is. What? That's right. Yeah, Eight million a day in guys buying pants for yeah, their it's character. The same thing There's with the fucking game we played. What was the one we played? <laughs> fucking Clash of Clash Clans. Clash of Clans. They were making like four million dollars. And you know how many more people are playing this and played Clash of Clans? Uh, yeah, I but bet, I, I mean, at least two. Clash of Clans, the money you spent help you get better. I mean, not just you know to to put on sunglasses. Clash of Clans made hundreds of millions of dollars. Sure. But now that I know Fortnite's free, I, I may download it just try it out. Yeah, download it. We'll play it together. I'm I'm garbage at the building aspect. Do I you like, guys going like to keep your pants on? Or what do you mean building? Do you play together? Uh, no, we don't sit in the same room, but we uh, do take our pants off at the yeah, same time. In separate houses. Yeah. You take yeah. your pants off. Uh, so, but we do it on air. It's I mean, like, you know, third-person shooter, yeah. but you can build fort, hence the forts, fort and fort. Oh, really? So you get... You, Chop down trees and houses and shit. You get materials and you can build forts on the fly or walls and stairs. Oh no, and shit. shit! Can yeah. you build these forts at at night? Uh, no, it's only during the day. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll be sleeping then. <laughs> lots of lots of people buy pants on golden tea and bars. Also, you, you know what, Squadzilla? Right? Fuck yourself, man. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I bought a putter. That's uh, <laughs> that's uh, Adam. That I uh, play golf with that works at Shamrocks. Adam, you're great, yeah. but fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. For calling me out and proving me to be the asshole. Because you're right, I have bought pants on Golden Tee. I, I, I have no idea about the game, but I watched some guy, uh, it was 1 versus 20, and he blew up everybody else's fort, and it was fucking cool. And I So is it like Minecraft it. meets PUBG? Uh, I guess if <laughs> you could kind of put it that way, if you're an old person. I never played Minecraft either, so I don't know. Yeah, oh, I've, I've played tons of Minecraft. I'll show you a guy, uh, one of the guys I watch, who's unbelievably good at the game. Yeah, it, it's just it's really fast paced. Um, I'll I'll just show you it after. That's if fine. you haven't yeah, seen, yeah. you have to yeah. see it, and and you can download it for free and try it out. So, all right, you guys ready to uh, end it? Yeah, we went a minute and twenty five longer than what I was shooting for. That's fine. So I'm gonna uh, fucked it all up. I'm gonna go drop us on a unsuspecting person. Uh, so. Thank you guys for tuning in uh, at home on Thursday. Uh, remember morning recovery, barrel aged bottle openers for uh, all of your bottle opening needs. Uh, Facebook.com slash brews room. Patreon.com slash brews room. Please support us. Uh, I will not be here next week, but uh, I will give away a uh, snake bite, a shamrock snake bite. And a Shamrock's Barrel Age Bottle Opener next, uh, the second, or two weeks from now? Two weeks from now. Cool. Yeah, we'll promote that. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guts, Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to be fucking sick. I can't wait. On that note, we'll see you guys next week. See you.